Hi. So awkward. <laughs> Hi guys. I'm back. Welcome back to my YouTube channel podcast. If you're listening through podcasts, how are you? Have you been doing good? Have you doing? Have you been doing great? Amazing, swell, fantastic. Now it's kind of weird seeing my face, right? Considering how I've been here in literally three months, and that's for specific reasons. I. Well, the main reason is because I kind of just lost inspiration. I didn't really know what else to say or what else to, to speak upon. And if I'm not feeling led by God to speak on anything, that I don't want to force myself to speak on anything because I don't want to be fake. I don't want to pretend. And two, I've been going through a lot. And I mean in a good way. I've been learning a lot. God's been pruning. He's been refining he's been taking things off putting things on and it's been a ride it's been a roller coaster of emotions it's been joyful like f- moments filled of joy and then moments filled of tears and crying but that's not the point of this episode that's not the point of this video today i want to talk about something that's i've been learning a lot in these past couple months and weeks away and that is God is not disappointed with you. He's not. He's not. And let me say it again. He is not. So basically, today is Valentine's Day. Um, I'm filming this at like 9 p.m. And I'm going to edit and upload it tonight because I don't want this to be too long. Um, Because I want it to go live on Valentine's Day. So today is Valentine's Day. And to be honest, I never really care for valentine's day like valentine's day never really affects me people get like bitter and like bitter because they're single and stuff for me i don't care like i'm single and what about it like i've never cared for valentine's day but for some reason today this year it just it hit different i was upset that i had no one you know next to me i was kind of sad i was like you know kind of upset i thought yeah i don't really need a man like i don't really need a man i have god you know and that's all the men that i need period but i want someone to cuddle with like i want someone i can call mine and he calls me his you know and of course that's god you know that's god and as i was going through social media and i follow like a bunch of instagram christian instagram accounts and stuff like that i hear all these verses i hear all these they're posting all this stuff about how well jesus is our first love jesus is our true love and they're posting you know love is patient love is kind love does not envy love does not boast all this typical verses and just going on and on and on about jesus is our one true love and i'm just like reading these verses i'm reading these posts and i'm just frustrated i'm just upset I'm just irritated because I know it's true I know it's true but for some reason I'm having such a hard time believing that today all day I was just like irritated I was frustrated I was upset that I was single which I'm usually never really because I don't care about I'm kidding um 
but I was reading those verses and I was reading those posts about how Jesus is our one true love and you need to get in, get to know him first and he's the one that fulfills you and he's whatever all this stuff and I'm like yeah I know I know I, I know but I was so annoyed reading those posts and I think now pondering and looking back and reflecting on my day I think the reason why I felt that way is because I didn't really believe that God loved me I had forgotten his love for me basically um, I turned 19 on the 11th of February which is three days ago so you know but to be honest my birthday was really bad I cried a lot on my birthday it was kind of ruined so many things happened that brought me an immense amount of anxiety pain hurt betrayal I was so my birthday was honestly the worst birthday I've had in such a long time and that's kind of how it was for the past two three days like just a lot of crying a lot of pain and a lot of just feeling like I'm this terrible wicked person and I'm not enough and all these lies and all these these words accusing me accusing me and that's the enemy he's our accuser okay and I feel like in these last couple of days I've been just kind of forgetting God's love for me I've been forgetting who he is to me you know and that's why I feel like reading those verses and seeing all those quotes and cute little like god is your one true love you know posts made me so frustrated because i was like yeah but that's not true i was like i don't deserve god's love i don't deserve him he like that doesn't make any sense how could he love me it's like girl i've been a christian for almost two years now and i'm still struggling with this and i think for many reasons so, like I said, in the, in the past couple of months, I've been kind of going through, like, a lot of pruning, a lot of refinement, a lot of unlearning things, unlearning new things, and that includes a lot of unlearning legalistic mindsets. Basically, as a child, um, both of my parents are immigrants, African immigrants, and we already know the deal with African immigrants, they are very strict, they have very high standards, and not just that, but I'm the oldest um, child, and I'm a woman, and I'm black. So, I just have it the hardest, you know? But I feel like as a child, I was never really enough for my parents as much as I loved them. And they loved me, I know that for a fact. And, you know, they love me to the best capacities that they can because they are humans too that went through their own traumas. And, you know, they themselves fall short, they're not perfect. I felt like growing up as a kid, I was never enough. I was never good enough like there was always something to criticize me about you know and i feel like my value and the love i earned was according to what i did as a kid so now you know moving into my relationship with god developing my relationship with god i brought those same mindsets into my relationship with god and although it wasn't apparent in the beginning it became it, it got to a point where like I kept on doing and doing and doing and I was like I'm so tired I'm so burdened I'm so exhausted I feel like I'm never good enough I feel like I'm a failure 
and it's like the smallest things like by example today today i had to wake up at 5 30 in the morning to go to work at 6 a.m and then after that i had to do some schoolwork and attend a class i wasn't able to properly get into my word and prayer this morning which really let me down and i think kind of you know discombobulated my entire day because prayer and word in the morning is like prayer reading the word and worship in the morning is like my foundation for the day and i felt like because i couldn't have that moment with god i let him down and no not just that but i couldn't give all of me because i was so tired girl five in the morning anyways but i was so tired and i feel like because i was so tired and i couldn't give myself to him like i usually did i felt like he was disappointed in me he was looking down at me like look at you look at you you're tired are you kidding me you know like i died on the cross for you i did this for you like you can't do this for me and honestly saying that out loud that is like word for word something my parents would say to me like we moved to this country we gave up our life for you we worked all we work so hard for you to give you money to give you food to give you clothes and you can't do this this x y and z for us like that sounds like something my parents would say and that's how i heard god in my head that's scary (laughs) oh my gosh that's so scary but that's literally how i heard god in my head but that's not god that's not god y'all that's the enemy our enemy is our cute the enemy is our accuser He's the first one to point us to our sins, the first one to point us to our shortfallings, the first one to accuse us. Those voices that you hear in your head saying, oh, I'm not doing enough. Oh, I'm a failure. Oh, look at me. You're tired. Are you kidding me? You're tired? Or like, try harder. Do better. Try to be better. That's the enemy. That's the enemy putting out your sins, putting out in every way you fall short. And God is our defender. He's the one saying, hey, stop that. I see how hard you're working. I see how much you're trying. I value that. And come to me. Rest in me. Enjoy me. Enjoy my love for you. Because that's our fuel. Our fuel is not our, our own strength. Our fuel is not our own very feeble human abilities. Our fuel is Jesus Christ and his love that led him on the cross, died, resurrected. His Holy Spirit lives in us. It's his love. That's our fuel. And so, you know, um, just as I'm going through my relationship, God, months and months and months of just doing, 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 doing. And I felt like I was never really, like, enjoying God's love, but I was always trying to earn it. As if, like, girl, he loved you before when you were a sinner. How much would you love you now that you accepted him as Lord and Savior, you know? It's like I forgot. And it's like, I'm sure I even talked about this on my podcast a couple, like, episodes ago. I'm sure I've already mentioned this before for some reason it's like i always forget and you know why you know why i think i always forget is because my parents i love them but they're flawed just like me you know but um yeah so for the past couple months that i've been gone i've been going through a huge like huge season of just oh my gosh pruning and just taking off so many negative mindsets it's like you don't have to perform. You don't have to perform for God. God does not want your performance. He wants your heart. He wants you. He doesn't want he doesn't want he doesn't want what you can do for him. He wants you, simply you as you are. Period. And he will do the work. He will do the pruning. 
He will do the refining. He will give you fuel to step out boldly in obedience to do what he's called you to do. And yes, some of that requires discipline. Some of that requires obedience. Some of that requires self-control. But these are things that are given to you by the Spirit. These are not things you can do in your own strengths. So stop beating yourself up. Stop doing that. Because you're not helping. You're not helping. If you're like me, and sometimes you like to victimize yourself, you think that beating yourself down, criticizing yourself, and calling yourself these names is helping. It's doing good. Because when you feel like a failure, and you feel like you can't be your own solution, what's the counterfeit of that? Well, it's admitting, oh, I'm just this crappy person, and I'm just like this, and this is just who I am, and that's never going to change. You think that by almost criticizing yourself, like self, like over-criticizing yourself, is you being humble. No, it's not. When you think about it, you criticizing yourself to that extent is you literally saying, God, I know you say you love me, but that's not enough. Literally. Like, think about it. When you beat yourself up to that extent and you, you not just believe the lies of the enemy, but you're fearing it, it's you saying, God, you literally died on the cross you endured so much pain for me you died on the cross and you thought of me you rose again on the third day but that's not enough that's a lie from the pits of hell that's a lie from the enemy and that it goes against god's word this is a verse that i've been (laughs) this is the verse that keeps showing up in my life and in the season that's been just pricking at my heart and it's second corinthians 12 Um, verse 9 it says each time he said my grace is all you need my power works best in weakness so now i'm glad to boast about my weakness so the power of christ can work through me this verse hits me so hard it hurts like first of all can we just take in my grace is all you need I'm sorry like I'm I feel like I'm gonna cry that's so good my grace is all you need he didn't say your works he didn't say you beating yourself up he didn't say you doing the most he said my grace is all you need my power works best in weakness so when we are weak that's literally when God's strength is made magnified that's literally when he works the best and oh my goodness gracious isn't that okay i'm I'm doing the most in this video i'm so sorry y'all but i've been i've I've been back i'm alive and i'm ready to talk but this is just this is just amazing this is the greatest gift that anyone can ever ask for like and 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 not just that but he boasts in his weaknesses this is written by paul he boasts in his weaknesses paul boasts he literally like brags about yo i'm weak right now and i've been like crying non-stop for three days but like God is made magnified in this moment right now. That's Paul right now. That's Paul. So why is it that when we are weak, when we mess up, when we just do stupid things, when we go back to old sins, when we seem to never get a grasp of this Jesus thing, why is it that we are so quick to beat ourselves up and not just do that, but run away from God? Why are we so quick to say, oh, we are undeserving of him? Oh, we, at least for me, I'm quick to say I don't deserve God like 
how can he ever love me? No, no, stop that. S stop that. He is close to the brokenhearted, the weary, and the tired. He is for the people that are like me, that are like you, that just never seem to do to do good and to be enough. He is for you. And he... And I think the reason why um, God's power is made magnified and works best in our weaknesses is to essentially make us dependent on him. It's to make us realize, hey, we really can't do this on our own. We're only humans. We can't be our own gods. We can't have it all figured out. And that's okay. I feel like in this culture, especially in hustle culture, you know, people are afraid to say that. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong to admit, like, hey, I'm weak. <laughs> I'm weak. In these past couple of days, I've been weak, y'all. I've been crying. I've been, like, reading my word, but at the same time in my bed watching Netflix all day because I just can't seem to have the energy. Like, even prayer has been hard. Um, lately, I've been just, like, coming into the presence of God and not being able to speak. I'm just there sitting, like, like, unable to say words, not being able to think about what I need and what I want. And, you know, um, in those times, in those moments, it's also good to know that the Lord, you know, he knows our hearts. He knows, like, even when we're quiet, he knows what we're saying, like, the spirit literally speaks for us in times of prayer so we have confidence in like god he's got it all figured out for us but you know i've been weak in these past couple of days and i've been learning like to just honestly to lean into my weaknesses i've been learning how to to stop trying so hard to stop performing to stop trying to be strong to stop faking it to stop lying to myself i'm hurt i'm sad i'm depressed i'm scared i'm anxious i'm going through all these feelings and all these things and that's okay because in my weaknesses god is strong in my weaknesses his grace is sufficient his grace is all i need and it's just leading into that leaning into that because when you're leaning into your weaknesses you're leaning into your insufficiencies and therefore you're leaning into god because as christians and hopefully as you if you're a christian or not if you don't have anyone else and anything else if you don't even have yourself to hold on to who else do you reach out to god so yeah i guess all that to say is that god is not mad at you God is not disappointed with you. God does not look down upon you. He does not ridicule you. He does not mock you. When you come to you, when you come to him about your feelings, about your 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 hurt and your pain, um your brokenness, he does not disregard you, but he sees you. And he is so quick to embrace you and to acknowledge you and to hold you and to love you. You know, Jesus died on the cross and he paid for all of our sins. He paid our debt. We're debt free in Jesus' name, period. But he died on the cross for your sins and that's not something he brings back in order to like taunt you. It's not something he brings back in order to 
shame you and to guilt you. It's not, he died on the cross and he simply wants you to enjoy that. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I know we have a tendency if you're an immigrant um, child, you can relate to this. You have a tendency of hearing people in your life saying, I cook for you, I, I raised you, I, I work hard and pay these bills for you. Like, what can you do for me? We have to have a tendency of hearing that and thinking, I need to do something back to show them that I, that I love them, to earn their love, to earn their approval. But guess what? God is not like that. God is not like that. God, God died on the cross for your sins before you even knew him, before you were even a thing in this world. And he does not use that in order to manipulate you. He does not use that in order to guilt you. But he simply wants you to come to him as you are to rest and enjoy him and his presence okay i'm done i feel like if i just keep going i'm going to keep saying the same thing but i'm done god loves you he's not disappointed in you happy valentine's day guys have a nice night i don't think i'm going to edit this i think i'm just going to upload it because like yellow like 2022 about to go do some crazy things but um yeah i'm back I'm alive. I'm so ready and so happy right now to post, to, to talk about Jesus. I have so many things I want to talk about. Oh, guys, this is crazy. Okay. Have a good night. I'm happy you stuck around. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're alive. I'm happy you're well. I'm happy you're healthy by God's grace. May blessings come upon you. May 2022 be the year of your, of your life. And Jesus loves you. And he's not disappointed in you. Okay, bye.